Hey, this is Reverend Timothy Fleming, Senior Pastor of Mount Carmel Baptist Church, Atlanta, Georgia, and you are listening to our podcast word from a senior pastor. I want to thank you for joining us today and let you know that I hope this recording blesses you and compliment your walk with God. Again, thank you so very much, and I hope you enjoy these messages. In these times in which we live, when we have guided missiles in the hands of misguided men, in these times in which we are living, where we have children raising grown folk, in these times, did you hear what I say? Children raising grown folk. In these times of uncertainty, in these times of tribulations and trials, in these times where there's so many tragedies and so much misunderstanding and politically corruption and psychological problems, even in, in, in institutions we never heard of it, and kids are out of control and the gang violence are rising and no father in the home and mothers are unconcerned about children and church folk don't love church. It's a time in which we need to learn as Christians, it's time to stand. It's time to take a stand. And we don't have no time in these uncertain times and these trying times to be sitting down. I often say, one way you can stand is stand by bending on your knees. Now, I know that's psychologically and that's not sounding proper to some of you. What? How can you stand on your knees? Well, that's, that's the way Christianity is. Every time you're on your knees, you're standing. Now, that may be a paradox to some. Now, wait a minute. Standing is standing. On your knees is bending. But uh, it doesn't make sense to uh, the world. But to a Christian, your best standing is on your knees. Because a child of God can see more on their knees than the devil can see tiptoeing. You need to stay on your knees, and that's one way you stand. We have to pray our way out. I have brought to you several sermons on the standing. I came to you and I talked about standing when you have to stand alone. For there come a time in your life when you have to stand all by yourself like Brother Stephen. I came back to you and I talked about standing when your life is at stake. There was a time a young lady had to put her life on the line. Say, I'm going to see the king. And if I have to die, I will die. But I'm going to see the king. I'm talking about Esther. I came back to you and I talk about, talked about standing on what you really know. There come a time a man has to stand on what he knows. Not what somebody told him, but what he knows. Not secondhand knowledge, but firsthand knowledge. The world is in a mess now because people are going on secondhand knowledge. Secondhand knowledge is what somebody told you. Secondhand knowledge is not getting it firsthand. But when you got firsthand knowledge, you know for yourself. You have to know something. And I told you about the blind man who knew something. I told you about the psalm that said, this I know that God is for me. So you got to really know something when you stand for God. I came back and I told you about standing when others are stupid. There are so many people who are stupid, stupid to the world, stupid to all kind of crime, stupid to idols, worshiping idols. And we were talking about 
uh, the Hebrew boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These men refused to stoop down while others were stooping. They decided they would not bow down because there's something you can't bow down to. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, we are not going to bow down. They went through the fire. God stood up when they stood up. <laughs> Isn't God all right? I came back to talk to you about standing when everything goes up in smoke. There comes a time things will go up in smoke. David came home <clears throat> from a trip. He had found out his family were gone and the city had been burned down. And he turned to God in prayer because everything he had had gone up in smoke. Oh, am I looking at somebody? Though I can't see you, you see me. Have you lost everything? Have you put all your trust in something? Have you put your whole career in something? <clears throat> and then you look around, it's all up in smoke. Well, you got to stand when things are up in smoke. And then you have to stand when your life is on the line. We talked about that. But I have another sermon out there, though I have not preached it. It's words from a senior pastor, standing up to life. You have to learn how to stand up to life. Because life throws some things at us that you can't do nothing about. Death, it comes to you. Misfortune come to you. Handicaps come to you. Married to the wrong person come to you. <laughs> Amen. Trouble and everything on the wrong job but you know what you have to stand up to that you can't always run you have to stand up to things because i told you before life does not give us nothing if you want anything you have to grab it you have to take it the children of israel when they went through the wilderness and when they got to the promised land god said all right there it is now take it we overlook that fact God didn't just give it to them. They had to fight to get there. They had to go up against wars and kings. But the children of Israel didn't just get to the promised land and God just handed over. He said, all right, there it is, land flowing with milk and honey. Now take it. So in life, you got to learn that when you want something, to take it. Amen. So we're telling you about these things that we are to stand up in life I want to conclude this message this morning about let, the, let everybody stand up there are times when the whole nation need to stand up it's time for the church to stand up it's time for men to stand up it's time for women to stand up it's time for mothers and fathers to stand up we need to learn how to stand for many many reasons I think you need to learn how to stand because I'm standing. I'm standing because of what I believe. A lot of us don't understand why I'm preaching this series of sermon on standing. This virus has scared people. People are frightened, frightened to go. And yet they still go where they want to go. But you got to learn that we can make it through this if you just stand. Well, how do I stand? Do what you're told. Be obedient. Obey what the scientists said. Don't walk around with no mask on like you some superman. You can breathe on me. I can take it. 
No, we need to learn how to stand, break your own will, and accept some things you can't do nothing about. You can't go where you used to go. You can't do the things you used to do. Can't have parties and associate with everybody like you used to. But we have learned how to work our way through it. Isn't it amazing? We're working our way through it. Isn't it amazing? People still getting out, getting around, just carrying the mask on. We're learning how to have fun the best way we can. We're learning how to communicate. You see, when you put in a position where you don't have no other choice but to do something, you'll learn how to put up with it. So now we can't have church like we used to, but this is a test I told you to your Christian character. Do you really have church in you? Now you miss church. I believe God is shaking America up and God is shaking the world up by taking some things from us and not having the farm we used to have. Let me tell you why. When God bless us, when God give us all the things we want, we get away from God. And you know that I'm right. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Last year, half my members were out of town on a cruise, going everywhere, just flying everywhere. Nobody didn't come to church and weren't giving nothing. Sometimes I had to dig into the reserve to pay the bills and I was complaining, going out of town, but at least deal, give online. Well, think about it. Y'all just shaking your leg, booging, and, and whatever else you out there doing. <laughs> Amen. Think about no church. And now God had to come in here and slap a virus over. Because what happened when God bless us? We always get away from God. When God give us sunshine, we always get away from God. When God give us jobs and money and the economy is booming, we don't think about church. Now you understand why God has to sometimes pull the prop off from under us to make us come back to him. Israel did that. Every time God blessed Israel, they turned to other idols. They turned to other gods. People get bored in church. They get bored in church because they're not saved. You know the truth. You don't know God. That's why this bore you. That's why preaching bore you. You need to be born again. My God, I'm telling you. How in the world somebody can sit up there and watch the nine ending and don't even go to sleep. And then sleep on me this morning. <laughs> and that ball game this afternoon. Come on here. <laughs> Braves, come on. Watch all nine endings. And don't even. <laughs> and someone won't break it out. <laughs> so bad. Oh, wait a minute. Sleep. We in here singing, praising God. Snow it. Sleep. Can't even watch me this afternoon. What's wrong? No church in you. No God in you. I'm not saying don't have fun. You should have fun. You should have outlet. You should go to places. But you don't write God off. When you write him off, he'll write you off. And right now, we got to think about the next day, whether you're going to have a stimulus check or whether you're going to be out of a job or who's going to be president. My God, don't you see? 
how God can shut you down, how God don't care how great you are, how powerful you are, cuss out the church, damn the preacher, and talk about all the members, but God got a way of pulling you back. God has a way of knocking you back. God can bring you down, baby. Thank you, my friends, for spending this time with us. And a special thanks to those of you that support this ministry with your generous giving. It's because of you that this broadcast is possible. If you would like to give to our ministry, you can do so by texting GIVE to this number, 770-637-3445. If you enjoyed the podcast, Please subscribe and share it with your friends. Thank you so very much.